0: What's, What's the name of our podcast life? again? Mayday! Mayday.
1: <laughs> I fucked it up like three times. Mayday You've gone Mayday. for two <laughs> weeks and you oh, don't even man, know, know us anymore. Know. We've been holding it down over you here. You have been
0: holding it down. Oh, Welcome okay. back to Mayday, the Handmaid's Tale podcast. I'm Justin. I'm back from vacation. Yay. Much to my chagrin Not that I didn't want to be on the show But I did not want to return from my vacation Because it was glorious And I, it will officially say Okay California And the general west coast area I get it I understand <laughs> I, I get why they think they're better than everyone Because generally speaking it is Mostly about everything
1: I feel like if St. Louis was 72 degrees every single day all year round, I'd be a lot better person mm. myself.
2: That's true. <laughs> just bring We're us that. the temperatures and the ocean and St. Louis would be absolutely And The lack of humidity. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I was
0: not thrilled one All I saw like all I saw on Facebook for like 4 days was everyone talking about how terrible the weather was and I was like <laughs> I don't want to go back. Yeah. I just don't want to. It's 95 and it's humid and I don't want to go back cuz outside is beautiful. We had
3: our two weeks of nice summer it earlier. It was glorious
1: for a in while. May. It was.
0: So we are back to do the podcast it's on the last episode of the show, episode ten. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening as usual. We had, uh, I believe, our biggest download week last week. So congratulations to you guys for holding it down. What? what? Not People that I see. not that I doubted to us. you. I really wasn't even concerned. Yeah, they did. They still listen to you. That's wow. incredible. Yeah, no, you guys were awesome. That's Everything good, cause was great.
3: I didn't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> you
0: you did totally what faking to it. Do. We like to thank also Mr. Todd for helping us out on the sound he was my savior really he was the
3: everybody listening Todd just waved like with both hands if you can (laughs) see him Todd just waved and he gave us a
0: thumbs up he did which you can't see because this is an audio show Uh, you can listen to our radio station we have one it's called Handmaid's Resistance Radio it is on a slacker radio Uh, you can listen to that free with the app from the app store or the Google Play store Uh, okay so now the show what did I miss I mean thing good <laughs> you know some ba-dum. things happen i heard they went to like a place with there was things. stuff and licking nubs and all kinds of jazz and stuff <laughs> that was that, that was the thing by that far the weirdest part of that really that yeah, was the weirdest part for you yeah they're licking the i girls. mean it <laughs>
3: was pretty unusual but that was the
2: weirdest part uh, for you
0: yeah i mean as far as weird things wow. go i guess so and that's the only thing i can remember right now <sighs> i'm probably forgetting something far stranger
2: I'm just glad I finally found my place. Oh, and Sarah, when I was was listening to the podcast,
0: Sarah asked if anybody saw the dog. I did notice the giant dog, which was probably... I think it was a bull bullmastiff when they were at the bar, and you said, did anybody notice the girl with the giant dog on a chain? Yeah. (laughs) And
1: I was like, there it is, right there. That's getting into some weird stuff. She didn't walk past that room in the hallway, but I wonder what... The hell was going on in the dog rooms? I
0: was surprised nobody made an <laughs> eyes wide shut reference because that's immediately what I started thinking. I about.
1: see, I made a shining reference oh, oh, only in go. that it was like the second worst hallway, hallway. I'd ever seen <laughs> <laughs> on TV or it's movies. Very true.
0: Very true. But uh, <laughs> I believe I mentioned to you guys that I kind of, the turn that Fred took, I guess, really since episode three, he's kind of taken this right turn from, oh, maybe he's going to be okay. The to total creeper weed Not right okay like oh. he's like
1: and he put it, the icing on that cake he did yeah. on episode 10
0: oh yeah and, Woo! oh big new time. levels and so oh. i was watching eight and nine i was just like wow he's like totally i think i when i mentioned it to you guys i was like he totally went from like oh maybe he's gonna be okay to like and if you, i'm showing my age here but if you've seen the movie fame um there's fame. part where it's like hey i'm a movie producer uh, just come back here and we're going to do a little audition. And he turns out to yeah. be a creeper and he's a porn guy and does bad yep. things. And that's exactly what he reminds yeah. me of. He's like the old dude at the club slash porn producer that's trying to get you to go back to his house. It was bizarre. And he you does go back to the very house. well, as well as you can, you know, do that kind of thing. He plays it very creepily. So, uh, yeah, that he was... was the gentleman who was who was <laughs> gentleman. railing gentleman. railing
2: against gay rights and then he got caught for...
0: Oh, um having
2: um, a g- Oh the guy that was in the in the car
3: was with it, all three of them.
0: Is that the foot tapper guy? No, in the real no, world. That's the foot tapper guy. In in our world. Oh the in the real world. world. Oh.
2: Where it's like a the congressman in the bathroom?
0: The no the Colorado
2: no. guy. Rick Rick something? Not Rick Santorum. It's no, I, that's immediately who I thought it was Rick Santorum. But it's a Santorum. phenomenon that I now am applying to the commander, Commander Waterford, now that we know many commanders. Because it's, it's like the he who doth protest too oh, much right. thing, right? Like, Absolutely. I have to make all these rules for other people. And meanwhile, I'm doing all of that and more behind closed doors. I thought doors. that
3: was super interesting in a scene in this episode where he was like, oh, but everybody has their, you know, they're and nobody's only, perfect. And all the other you. commanders <laughs> are like,
2: dude. We actually yeah, are perfect. We're supposed so. to be.
1: Well, and they know about his first handmaid, so they were like, yeah, whatever. So anyways, what are we going to do about (laughs) Warren? Like, they didn't take him seriously at all, because he's like, eh. You're not in the room of people where you can be like, it's fine. We all make mistakes. (laughs) But you would not if there was a room where one of
3: the men could be like, we all make mistakes, right? It would be in the room full of just dudes judging another dude for having a sexual relationship. Yeah. That's the room
1: where you would think that he could be able to say that. But you got to read the room, because- he didn't
0: Clearly. read
2: the room, and they Rita shut him. It's in the
0: Hamilton reference. <laughs> they no shut him right on down. One, I think. That is. That's the. You want to be in the room where it happened.
2: I think. I think that he proves that you do definitely want to be in the room because when you're not, bad things happen. Very true. Limbs are cut off. Other appendages. So many limbs.
0: So many limbs. Somebody needs to make a, like a Operation Gilead edition where he's just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you're welcome." Somebody make that for me. I'm lazy. I won't do it. It's like wow. when I told Tiana we need to do the uh, Monopoly Gilead edition where all the properties are the women's names. Ooh.
2: You're welcome oh, for that's that. that's excellent. That's right. Sarah's
0: like, Justin. Is jail, jail the wall? See, jail would be. Where Ooh. would jail be? I don't know. I guess jail would be the wall. But Except then you, can you can get can't out get out of, of jail yeah.
3: for it. I think jail would be being locked in your room. Yeah. That's um, true. You it could do true. this
0: all day. All right. So let's get into the final episode. Uh, overall thoughts. Real let's start with you
2: <laughs> this is this is not my favorite episode. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there and there are parts that I enjoyed that I'm looking forward to discussing with people for whom it was perhaps their favorite episode uh, but the uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of violence like one episode after another that I felt like wasn't really advancing the ideas and the questions that I love about the handmaid's tale and the things that make me think and how does this happen and how do we prevent this from happening and what should we do? Instead, we just get, like, five or ten minutes in a row of of anticipation of a violent act. And so I wasn't super into that part. It was about the consequences more than the whys. Yeah. And because we already know what the consequences are, I just didn't need more focus on that, per Mm -hmm. se. But no one's ever seen an
0: amputation in Gilead. Live. I mean, we've seen...
2: Why do do we need to? Oh, we don't
0: need to. Not even a little bit. I'm just saying. (laughs) Maybe that's what they were thinking. They're like, no, oh, well, you know, we've shown <laughs> you know, we all we haven't, haven't done, done, done yet. yet. You know, we've shown all these <laughs> limbs missing. Maybe what they need. Well, at least is they a...
3: didn't show us like the eye removal. I mean, like uh, it could have been much worse. Yeah. It could have been much worse. They have but
2: worse the punishments. Eye, there. The eyes that's true. They, they chose carefully. The eye is not the thing
0: that I would do. least like to see the removal of it on this show. So, we, if we're going on the list of <laughs> <laughs> number one things true. that I would true, real Lynn. would uh be on the top that list. We want to witness that. Okay. They're Number also one.
2: interested. There were some continuity issues that, as we there talk. There were. I'm curious. Oh, okay, there certainly were. We will talk about that because yes. yeah. sometimes
0: I'm oblivious to those kinds of okay. things until I watch it again. So, uh, Tiana, what did you think? Over.
3: Um, I had like way more up and down feels during this episode than I typically do during The Handmaid's Tale, um, and mostly it was about Serena. I just kept being like, "Yeah, you tell him. No, you bitch. Yeah, you do it. No, wait, what the fuck are you doing?" Right. It was just back and forth the whole time, and I was really torn. And you know, I loved her and I hated her throughout this entire episode. Um, and I was so happy to see more Moira, as I always am. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool, and I was happy about that because there, there are just so many times it could have been the last time you see Moira, and I think this in this episode, we can reliably say this is not the last time we're going to see her, and that just makes my heart very happy.
0: So in the book, what ends up happening to Moira? Do they say, does she in the book? In the when
3: she sees her the first time
1: in Jezebel's is the
3: last right. time she sees Moira, So we don't know
0: And you don't know what happens book. to her okay. after that. Okay, I couldn't remember.
1: By no means was this episode my favorite one. However, last week we talked about our favorite characters, mine of which is Serena Joy. And so seeing Serena Joy really become kind of the powerhouse that she is also this, this week episode. the first
0: time i think that she calls her serena yes i noticed that mm-hmm. for in, sure. the, in yeah. the limo i thought that was that i was know
1: cool. yeah so seeing serena joy and the actress who plays her ivana Ivana Ops-
0: Ops-
1: Ops- 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 Ops-
0: strahovsky we'll give it the Eddie Stroh- treatment where you go Ivan- <laughs> <laughs> yvonne
1: yeah i'll just trail off there um seeing her in this range and just i just loved seeing serena joy be Serena Joy in this episode and again it was it was a love-hate thing I didn't love everything she did and it was sort of a roller coaster but watching her kind of shift from like her evil to vulnerability back to evil and just that whole range of her character was just really neat for me I, I loved seeing that but no I wasn't in love with every part of the episode but overall I enjoyed it because of some of the meatier things that happened. but yeah some of the violence was gratuitous
2: and some of it it seemed to trump the the ideas of the book or they, they hadn't thought of things all the way through so I'll be interested when we get to particular points to see if people
0: Um, I well I Rhea texted the group earlier in the day and was like okay this was like a horror movie don't eat before you watch it and I was <laughs> like oh alright then I was thinking later and knowing Rhea personally knowing that I think I was just you while we're watching, Like, I think Ria's tolerance for horror gore is going to be a very little lower than little mine. It's, it's low, clearly. So, it's it's lower than mine. Too. Yes. So so I figured it wasn't going to be as terrible as I was imagining when you were telling me like, don't eat before you watch it. And I was like, oh, oh it's going to turn into Saw. Um, but no, I <laughs> I don't know. I really liked it. I don't know why. Um, I can't even really put a finger on it. I, the Serena Joy was probably overall performance wise. She aside it. from. Offred in the limo Where she loses it Was the best performance of the show Gosh, um, yeah. She We're was incredible She in was uh, amazing Yvonne, She was great and She continues to be She's been great the whole show But this guy She definitely like you said Covered her range of emotions And definitely pulled you back and forth Like Tiana was saying Where you're like Oh I feel bad for you But I do not because you're evil Super evil right Super evil later on Um the gratuitous violence I don't know could you have done what they did without showing the amputation sure I don't, I don't really
2: it's more like what could they have explored instead yeah like why do we need to see all of this when we've already seen so much what could they do instead
0: do we have do we have a pronunciation on the name uh her
1: name is Yvonne Strahovsky.
0: Strahovsky. see it's Strahovski. not even that hard all right. You Hopefully bombed. she's listening. She's <laughs> really
2: excited that we took the time. It's okay. <laughs> to okay. Get the pronunciation hey, as somebody right. with the unusual name, I really I mean, appreciate it percent. when people yes, take the time. for sure. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, overall, I did like the episode. I did think, uh, this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion. I thought, but we did talk about this earlier, that the marching the handmaids down the street at the end, I thought that was a little ham-fisted sort of, a little music, over the top. Yeah. See, you like the music. The There's music. varying opinions in, in the room like on the music. the music.
3: I loved it. I don't care how heavy-handed it was. It was still great. Pretty and derivative. I, I, I I'm okay I thought, with it there. It, I, I, I mind a lot more when it's like the dialogue is super heavy-handed, but right. like that was just basically like the visual, and I, I don't care. It, was it looked let pretty out. and sounded pretty. I so enjoyed okay.
0: it. All right, I get it. But there were a couple moments in the episode where I was like, eh. That That was a little cheesy. But overall, I was satisfied it did what I needed it to do. I did like the Moira story that we got more information on that because we had to get something. And we got Hannah finally too because you know filling in all these holes that they hadn't done anything with yet. Uh, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it overall. So let's get into it. So we open up, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, with the Red Center.
3: Yeah, the flashback. Right,
0: flashback, which is the first time when she's being brought in with all the girls, which we had not seen yet. And that was kind of the one thing is like, how how would they... I was just interested in how would a person who has never been in this situation that just gets yanked into this, like, react when they're all brought in and how did they go about the process to begin with? So I thought that was really interesting. So they open with Aunt Lydia kind of giving them the instructions on how to act. And so that... What did you guys think of that?
3: That scene for me really reiterated the fact that if I existed in this world, I would be dead there is no fucking way. How do all of these women get, por- get corralled like cattle into this, I guess, defunct old school building and ordered around and marched in like animals and treated like slaves immediately and nobody is speaking up? Nobody's like, What is going on here? Nobody's like, Who are you, lady? See, I'm just Why are you wearing the weird
2: clothes? After Janine has her eye gouged out. I don't
0: think Roll it is. So. I think or this is, this is them entering the that
3: building for the first time. I don't know oh. that we have total proof Gen-
2: of that. I don't, I think yeah, this I is before not. Janine. I guess it
0: could be like Because my right assumption is there's been
2: enough violence already she that they're already She seemed really cow-towing. shocked by the cattle prod. Oh, I didn't, she, I thought she was just she, in a lot of pain. She
3: seemed super surprised though, like yeah, what the hell true. just happened?
0: Now, as far as being able to tell, I guess I'd have to go back and look and see if she had, Oh yeah, she had the ear thing when they were sitting around doing the stuff where... Well, I was interested was, earlier in the I season remember. I was thinking
3: like when did they put those things on their ears like yeah. was that a thing that they did before they rounded everybody up I just was super unclear
1: I'm not sure if it was the first time there's no way to know but it's definitely early on like yeah. Yeah. they're wearing their clothes definitely yeah they're wearing their yeah. clothes like, and t- calling them, like, groups of sluts and how they need to stand and walk. She's going over some pretty fundamental things.
3: They, right. they don't know Aunt Lydia's name in this scene, either. Yeah. She oh. says her name yeah, for the first time it. because they don't know how to address her. her.
0: Making her apologize. I really think it was the first time you they know. were brought into
3: that building and the first time they see Aunt Lydia. Now that's, that we're that's, talking that's about it. That's the
0: impression it. I got. As As interesting. we were finally working back to. But them nobody is acting
3: getting... like this is insane. And that's and when, when they're all in out. there, they're all
0: like basically
3: obeying. And cow-towing. my holdout is something like, had to have happened before what that. What is for them wrong to with all of you? Why is nobody reticence. fighting back? There's no men with guns in that room.
0: Yeah, but there's men with guns somewhere. Wouldn't you still Probably try to? Close. Wouldn't you still try to run? I, don't I know, say at least
2: one person had gotten like I don't know, totally ass beaten down. before I then. don't
3: care. I feel like at that point, that early on. Yeah, I would definitely be dead because I would be like smacking Aunt Lydia down, running down the hall, breaking out a window, clearly
0: they've probably de- getting shot. They've demonstrated that the, if you're fertile and even remotely usable, that the, if they can break you, they're not going to kill you. So if you fight back or put up a fight, you're not going to necessarily get shot. They don't
3: know that, though.
0: Maybe they do. We don't know. Don't the point is do. that we I don't, don't know they what know they know yet. Scene. And that's part of the know. problem. Well, not necessarily a problem with the scene, but that's what you don't know as a viewer. Like, how much have they seen and how much do they already know?
2: It explains why there are so few of them, I think, because it's easier to control a right. smaller group like that than... If I'm thinking a new society, I'm thinking of thousands of these women, uh-huh. right? So, But you can't control that many in one place at yeah, one time. you need so. enough of a group to get groupthink happening yeah, for sure. so that they start obeying
3: together, but not so much of a group that you can't control them. So there are,
0: obviously, some of them beyond the group that's there because the next thing that happens is the handmaids that are already handmaids, although we don't know how long they've been handmaids because they're just wearing the uniform, walk through the hallway, and that's when June stares, and that's why she gets cattle prodded Mm -hmm. because she is not doing what she's supposed to do, which is apparently not staring at the uh, new handmaids. Um, And that's when she gets cattle prodded. And uh, we see the handmaid, I believe, that is... uh, the one that she's talking yeah, to in this episode in Mayday. about Mayday. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I forget her name. I don't know. I don't know, know if we know her name. I think we heard it at some point. Oh, maybe. Am no, like I passing. making that up? Okay.
0: Maybe at the Flower Place? Oh, no. That was fake, fake That was at the Flower Place. Anyway. Fake,
3: fake Huffman grew Gruesome balls this episode, too. I was well, really yeah, happy she, that was that Apparently,
0: that's where the line gets drawn for her yeah. is stoning someone. Uh, so then I, we flash to June walking home. Or off-road walking home from the all flesh store, the meat store, when she's gotten the package. Let uh, me do a shot, a cool shot from the point of view of the package, which I thought was an odd creative choice. I was like, that looks cool, but the package can't. It doesn't, the package have, eyes. doesn't <laughs> have, <laughs> the have. Package eyes. doesn't have a viewpoint because it's a package. <laughs> so there are a few shots was in this like, episode that, that I thought cool. were a little strange. I'm glad you thought about doing that because that was entertaining, but. What purpose did that serve?
3: Yeah, but you don't ever want to be thinking about the shot while it's yeah. happening. <laughs> so
0: she was like, that's Wait. a good point. Yeah. Um, so she gets home with the package, and she hides it behind the tub, which
2: this seems like maybe not the best hiding right? place I've it's ever a, heard a of. A it's a cloth tub. tub. Where <laughs> is she hiding it?
0: <laughs> so. uh, you know, it's pretty close to the wall, and I guess they're the only ones that go in there, her and Rita. I think she stuck it to the side of the tub that's facing the wall. Like wedged it in there?
1: Either way, she's you terrible see that, You spy. see it later
3: in the episode again, yeah. and you see you. you and it's know. later,
2: well, when I really get annoyed with it's later when, when she she's got them all, all spread out, out, and then she wakes oh, yeah. up and if she she she's going to be so up. casual yeah. to just leave them all And then she's like, out. not li- she's not in a big hurry to put
3: them away, no. either. I was like, somebody we'll get, is going we'll to come We'll get to that, because that scene is big bag full of
0: stuff. for me. Yeah, bad spy. So, she walks out of the room, at which point she is promptly slapped the slapped shit the out of her get yeah, out of her that was a <laughs> that was like, serious like it like slap. caught me off guard she opens the door bam
3: Yeah, she's probably a fresh concussion there yeah from no the frame.
1: by powerhouse I meant emotionally and physically that woman's got a strong <laughs> yeah, core you can't she, well, unleash it hit like that in for a long time well, you know she's <laughs> she with, hasn't had sex like once true. in like she, 10 yeah. years true. she's got a lot of built up energy that's true <laughs> poor she
0: woman she really wants that baby So, like, there's just a lot of pent-up everything. Um, But she also has the leverage because she's, like, six inches taller with those heels. So,
3: you know, she's got that downward... In this episode, later on, you see her wearing, like, utilitarian shoes. And I was like, Justin! Really? Yes. Now,
0: before, I I texted you guys about this and about the shoe thing. The only way I got my verification on the shoes is when Janine, in the previous episode, goes to her new house. And when they're getting on the bed... The wife takes off her enormous shoes because she drops like six inches. I was like, oh, they all have them. It's a thing. Yes. Yes. So uh, Serena Joy is obviously not thrilled and has uh, clearly found out about the Jezebel's adventures and probably, I guess, the rest of it. Because I think the previous episode, she she went into the study, right? I think because she went into the study in episode eight or nine. Like, she just popped in there. She, just she opens the doors and then... Yeah, we, and then we, we don't know. I think no. that was so episode nine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're supposed to assume that she's kind of gone in there and seen yeah. everything like Scrabble and figured out. Well, I, I
3: I imagined that that was where the Jezebel's outfit was. Oh, that was could somewhere be. Somewhere in there. That's good just call. what I assumed.
0: Maybe she found it like in the desk. Yeah. Like, was, okay, that's Like with call. his, I with his
3: you know, makeup magazines.
0: Right. But he just keeps around. Yeah. Like you do.
3: With his YA magazines, So
0: she throws out okay. the dress and was like, it gives a good line, which is, you could have left me something. I and mean, that's in the book. Is it in the book? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not know. See, I didn't remember the I book I was enough. glad they put that in there. It was a strong but, yeah, yeah, that was kind book. of, that was one of those points where you're like, oh, that's true. That's terrible for you. And so now it's time to pee on a stick, I guess, because that's the only thing that's going to get anybody out of this situation with any kind of.
1: Well, address. I was I saw really it surprised as... that she
3: went straight to, oh, wait, you might be pregnant now that I've just concussed you.
1: Well, yeah. And I saw it as not, not even thinking about that. Um, I'm really going to beat the shit out of you now. But before I do, I need to make extra sure you're not oh. pregnant, and then I'm really oh, gonna that it you. That makes way more sense. That's what I was thinking. It's like you That's get this probably one snack no matter what. Like I don't even care if you're pregnant. I'm angry. You're getting it now. But then, once I find out you're not pregnant, then it's like you're locked in your off. room. I'm gonna beat the hell out of you. Like who yeah. knows what's gonna happen? Like we've all gone down this road right. before.
2: We'll go down it again wow. as many times as it takes. And that.
1: she's like bound and determined now because they're on handmade number two. You don't have a handmade number three. Like she knows how this goes. Like. This is her last chance. Not that you can't technically have a third handmaid, but you know, the shame of it. And she knows that Fred's getting a reputation and nobody's fooled by the handmaid hanging herself. Like she knows something's wrong and that this is all going to go down in flames if Offred isn't the one or June isn't the one that does it.
0: That's I think. An interesting, I, didn't, I didn't think about that. That makes a lot more Not sense. I like that. I like that. Take mm. It's a heavy scene for me. It is. It's a very heavy scene.
1: And it's extra amazing, my Serena Joy love, not to not to hijack this, but she goes from slapping the hell out of her, super angry and co- confronting her about the whole affair, to taking the peace stick from Alfred and having this like private moment by herself yeah. in the hallway, praying or something over it, of course to be positive, and it's it just showed this amazing like shift of. Anger and her evil side and when she can tap into this monster that she has in her and then that immediate shift to that vulnerability of somebody who just wants a baby so, 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 so bad. It was just a neat scene. She really killed it in this scene. I loved
0: it. And her character, I think, has developed so that she is so bitter about the fact that she helped this society come into existence and has no power in it whatsoever and is almost like thrown off to the side pretty much even by her own husband who in the past we've seen has acknowledged her intelligence and all the good things that she did and later on talks all the about good, how, evil things oh yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> relatively speaking all the things that she helped them do and she's the one thing that she can get out of this is a baby and she hasn't gotten it yet and right. so it's almost like this like she is like the evil queen almost, where she's gotten so screwed over by everything that's happened that she's basically willing to do anything to try and make it happen. I kind
3: of see that in a in a much different light, but like the same general concept. I think she's shockingly not bitter, considering how terrible her role in the society that she helped build has turned out to be. I would expect her to be way more bitter and vindictive toward everyone than she actually is. I see the I see the want of a baby as more of a like last desperate. Hope for her, you know, her life to have some sort of meaning in her own eyes now. Out of to more... get some
0: benefit out of what? Yeah, she's Yeah, yeah. I
3: guess I'm just seeing her a little more. Um, well, I, uh,
0: I guess I don't see how she could be more bitter outwardly to anyone but the people she's already being bitter to. Because oh, I think she
3: totally could. She could be making everyone's lives way worse guess, than she is through most bad. of this series. Um, but, I think it could be way, way worse. Well,
2: the fact that she, I think. Buys into it enough still that she like at the banquet will get yeah. up and and none of them toe the party line, but like in a way that makes a big change and a big difference. Mm-hmm. She's still this true believer, yeah. While holding the fact that things are really sucky for her and she's not getting out of it what she was quote unquote supposed yeah. to get out of it, yeah. She still buys it's not it. working out the way she thought.
0: And so, did you? I'm trying to remember in this scene. So she's praying over. I kind of thought there was like these two different prayer moments going on, right? Like Serena Joy's out there praying for this this pregnancy test to be positive and you got Offred in the other room who is probably leaning up against that bathtub going please God please God please God don't let that be pregnant because it can't I mean if you are if it is positive obviously going with Sarah's other than Sarah's thinking aside which is I don't get the crap beat out of me by Serena anymore it, it, there's no good outcome for there's no good outcome you know? well she
3: doesn't get sent to the colonies if well, she's pregnant okay
0: sure again everything being relative I guess
3: yeah, I've thought a lot through that throughout this series about, you know, in that situation, would you be hoping to get pregnant or would I be hoping to get pregnant or not? Like either way is terrible.
0: Yeah. It's all I can't bad.
3: I can't uh think of any real pro at all for either side. No. The pros are also cons. Yes. It's I don't all get bad. sent to the colonies where I'm also going to be killed.
0: Right. Uh, so <laughs> thankfully, slash not thankfully, it is a uh, positive and she comes back into the bathroom, and they have this great conversation where she's like, uh, Serena, what does she Serena say? really like gives it a blessing. Yeah, she's like, She's like, we've been she's like trying her. to, I, yeah, we've been blessed. I don't even know what the hell she said, but Offer oh, like just like says, crazy. you think I prayed for this? You think I wanted to bring a baby into this house? And this is when
2: it also starts unraveling, because I, I don't think that you change so quickly from... From knowing you have to toe the party line all the time to just being so free with your words that you're going to tell this woman who just gave you a concussion, like, yeah, you're full of shit, and I did not pray for this baby that you're going to take. Like, I don't. There's something seemed disjointed. It I does seem
3: rather abrupt, but I, I do think she's been like slowly moving toward being more free with her language with Serena. But this this did seem like a big. It was a noticeable shift. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I and I think from a I guess a writing character standpoint, you're just supposed to assume that she's like that it clicked miraculously. She's just done. And she, no, that, it's clicked in her head that she can't hurt me because I'm pregnant with her child. Mm. So there's really not any more harm that can come to me no matter what I do or what I say. And
2: later I can see that. Right in that moment, she right. literally no, I, just found out. So she, I don't think I don't she's know, I was like kind logic. of thinking like, she just got a concussion.
3: She's probably that not thinking super straight right now. Crazy so like, to I imagined be. that she was, I did not imagine that she was in there praying that she wasn't pregnant. I imagined that she was just trying not to lose consciousness. <laughs> also like that she, was her like, goal in the
0: moment was just true. like, stay awake. And, but then Serena, of course, comes back with the line of he knows what's in your heart. And I was like, oh my God. it's like the people that like quote Bible verses at you for the answer to everything. Uh, that just drives me insane. It's like thing.
1: So in that moment, you think that she's so baby crazy that she doesn't hear what Alfred says, you know, because Alfred's like, I think I want to bring a baby in this house. And that's a pretty, yeah, oh, it's a pretty no. strong statement. OK, and then she's just like, he knows what's in your heart. And you just think, oh, well, she's just not even listening or doesn't even care. Doesn't like, she's matter. so excited. But then, I feel like she stored that up in her evil heart. Like, <laughs> and she was like, oh, you're like going to get it, lady. I'm going to have my moment right <laughs> now. But in a moment, we'll talk about babies and houses and how that goes because I was just like wow she totally didn't even acknowledge that statement not that she was going to hit her or anything because now the physical boundaries are off but Serena Joy should have fired back right like don't you know but she didn't but then she did later because that's her evil she like stores it up and then launches it out later at the most important part yeah like it's a and then
3: her
2: heart shrank two (laughs) sides instead of bursting out of the body it's like bursting inwards like it's imploding it's imploding imploding upon itself it's imploding heart Uh, so then we get
0: a flashback to (laughs) it's just a very short one but it is kind of heartbreaking with her Alfred laying in the bed and she's feeling her stomach and we flash back to her and Luke under the covers and she's feeling her stomach and they're talking about the baby because I guess the baby has kicked or done something because they were trying to figure out whether it was a fist or a foot i talking about having the next Serena Williams that's going to make them millions of dollars and joking around about that. that was,
2: <laughs> and now that yeah. Serena Williams is pregnant, it's crazy. Oh, it was yeah, amazing. Really nice,
0: uh, I know. Yes.
3: There. Yeah, they must have done, and that was, you know, filmed yeah. way oh, before yeah. anybody yeah. knew she was pregnant.
0: Maybe somebody had the end on that. So then we have the Serena Fred showdown in the study, which contained my personal th- favorite part of the show that we'll get to right at the end. Uh, so Fred walks in and Serena is just there, which if you're a, a married man and you walk into a room <laughs> that is generally yours and yours only, uh, that's a bad sign if your wife is sitting there <laughs> waiting for you. Yeah, that's not a good thing. That's uh, funny. Um, so Fred's like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> Welcome we arrested to some the Marthas and stuff. And uh, they were going to blow things up. And then talks about people not giving up. So I I these love people. I, I can never tell if he's serious about that kind of stuff. Where they're like, "Don't these people just ever just want to give up and let us run this country the way we want to run it?" I'm like, no is awful and horrible and
2: everything is bad at that point I'm too I'm like he must have been smart enough to be part of this this cabal or whatever of men who literally overthrew a country you know that takes some brains Surprise that somebody but else then, wants to do it <laughs> then he really like, does on, not people. seem to have that much going on upstairs in any of the episodes no he is definitely so a lot, yeah and like what, is, what does I don't, he I don't think he brought much except coup. Serena to yeah. like his That's original I mean yes. like
3: Serena's brain was like helping him out a lot and he didn't do the planning of the attack clearly because he got texted he about them in the movies brought the penis. so i think he just you know he brought serena
0: and so serena's sitting there and she he's talking about a bunch of random stuff and she's like i forget how many tiles you picked to start and he's like seven and he's trying to play it all. he does play it off pretty cool at first because i think in the end he knows that he's the man and she kind of in the end has to do pretty much whatever he says to a certain extent although that obviously doesn't matter in the end um and she talks about how she's a smart girl, and I bet she's really good at this, and so Fred has basically figured out... This, His right. little
2: mansplain of, like, you know you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Right. You know that that's
0: a good thing. You know the rule, You know the law. And she's like, she's yeah, like, I She's like, yeah, I, it. It. I know I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... And then you're like, oh, you I feel idiot. bad for you, you, evil, heartless man. Uh, it, it, so we figure out that she left lipstick on the collar of the cloak, which I figure is like, come on.
3: That is how she finds out in the book, too. Yeah,
0: is it really? Yeah. So yeah. You, oh, yeah. That's the book. I don't remember. But...
1: Come on, Again, Fred. not Fred. much upstairs, Fred. Fred. You don't dry clean the cape, <laughs> you dumb dumb. Yeah, that
2: <laughs> well, does seem pretty. Well, to be fair, the
0: second time when he took her, Serena was just home, and yeah. he just figured that she yeah. wasn't going to notice that we were yeah. all gone. She for a was few just hours.
1: upstairs. You don't know if he's a dumb dumb or if he just doesn't care. If he just doesn't care. If he's I, know like, I think but he's an Like idiot. Justin was saying, one. ultimately, what's she going to say?
0: Yeah. I'm. I did this now. And so, so this is the point where Serena kind of loses it on him initially it was like you need to keep your hands off her you need to control yourself which i thought was like an interesting choice of phrase like that fred has these urges that he can't keep under control which i was like oh that's interesting
2: didn't seem to be the case earlier
0: no it did not um but then he kind of turns the tables on her because he's a man in a man's world and says that she brought sin back into this house on wow. her back and on her knees. I had
2: to rewind I'm Me go ahead and watch because Me I did too. not understand what he was saying. And then I thought, like, is it is it literally that she wanted to have sex with him that one time? That right? one time is yes. that what we're saying? And they're assume? married, but then it, like according to whatever, I guess we're also assuming some kind of continuity with their biblical interpretation, which is not a fair assumption, but. There's nowhere, and even when you talk to people who have pretty strict sexual mores, there's no assumption that sex while married is bad. It's it's the outside of marriage. So I don't know where he's getting this. Like, I
1: think it's that one time they had sex. I had to think about it, too, <sighs> and rewind it twice. I think it's the one time they had sex, and then the one time she tried to fluff yes, him cause up.
0: She, yeah, because she, the fluff, <laughs> there was knees, no fluffer. There was the on the knees part. Yeah.
2: No That's what I available. thought the knees yeah. thing
1: was, and I thought, Oh does he consider that lust and temptation as like is that what he's he no <laughs> cuz that was, yeah, it
3: was that was some pretty sad lust and temptation but, but hot yeah, that one like time you. they had sex <sighs> and that one time she tried to basically do him a favor
2: <sighs> The only thing i can think is that maybe it falls into like the masturbation category that some religious traditions have, yeah. that it's, like, wasting seeds since they know they can't get pregnant, that, like, they shouldn't be doing it at all, I guess. Right, so because that
0: any any, uh, any sexual sexual intercourse outside that is of not procreation. intended for procreation is a sin, basically.
2: And I'm stretching even yeah, to get very, there. Yeah, lustful
0: and therefore is, yeah. I don't that, know. I, that is I a, feel like
3: there are people who have modern, uh, like, modern as in current, not modern as in, like, up to date um issues about sexuality that sounds just as equally crazy as other ones i hear today so that totally makes sense to me that you know it's not for procreation therefore
2: it's not proper I mean that is a thing that people do. Oh yeah. So even even though sure. it's with your spouse, that's my only understanding of his "on your back and on your knees" phrase. That, there. I, that's yeah. kind
0: of what I was thinking. That, that cool. does
2: seem to kind of subdue her in a way where she's and, like, "Oh, well, good point." It's like, the weirdest, like
3: sideways victim blaming ever because she's not really a well, victim here. But I, I mean, mean, it's at pretty. That, it's at that so point, he's, terrible.
0: he's grasping for pretty much anything he could. That's really the only thing he has on her because other yeah. than that, she's been. I mean, aside from setting up the affair with Nick, which he doesn't know about. At that point, at that point, um, she's really not done anything. To yeah, make she's him... way better at following yeah. the rules than he is. Well, she's also way better at hiding things and being sneaky well, it's and devious. Because she's smart and, and he's smart not. in general than Fred. Uh, so he gives her the line: "Everyone answers to God. You answer to me."
2: Oh. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I was just like. Oh, Dude. I recently had a conversation with a friend about.
0: It? Oh wait, wait, sorry, I forgot. And he ends it with "Go to your room." Yeah.
3: Oh yes. Oh, and he points at her and just. Oh damn, man.
2: Yeah, so we, we were discussing the uh, the recent Duggar wedding. Um, <laughs> Wait so a minute, How do this? we get to the Duggars? Wait for it. So Joy Anna Duggar, who's nineteen, just got married to like a family friend um, named Austin, and they have this wedding. And apparently, the 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 album, the picture album online, was was titled Joy's Transfer of Authority. So friend texts me and it's like you know about religion like what's this about and I'm like well it's it's the transfer of authority from her father to her husband like now Joy doesn't belong to her father anymore she belongs to her husband she's like so you don't think this is some like fan snarky thing no no, no it's a literal it's a literal no it's thing. a thing it's yeah. a thing wow so and then we get this illustrated with our friend uh, Fred here his authority over Serena
0: go to your room I just thought it was a yeah it's not he the way really to does
1: it. it. Like, I was like, what? (laughs) You're going to do it. You're going to really do it. Like, you can't just be like, no. He's like, go to your room like a child. What would he do,
3: though? I mean, what (laughs) would he do if she fought back? He needs her. He is not smart enough. And that starts, (laughs) it's
2: a good point, because it starts the chain of people who need each other, right? Because they needed Nick to get June pregnant. But that's not allowed. They need June to get them pregnant, but you know they can't. So it's this chain of people who need yeah, each other but don't want rely to. rely on
3: each other. So they can
2: only but push each other so ironically, far. Ironically, Fred is the weakest link. Right.
0: It's true. The Fred's Seed link. is weak. You are. You oh, are the weakest link. The the weakest link. I missed that show. Everyone was thinking that. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, so at that point, I believe, is when Serena says she that Fred all Fred is pregnant. And... She gives him, I feel like she does this on purpose, uh, gives him a little room to kind of celebrate and be like, oh, that's great. And then she's like, ah, it's not yours. And I I wrote down this whole quote because I loved it very much. Uh, It's not yours. You're weak and God would never let you pass on that weakness. You can't father a child because you're not worthy, which I can't think of anything in that society. That is a worse. worse insult for the guy that's supposed to be like this. I mean, and if you're going by... You know how powerful he is, as we've been trying to figure out. If you go by the men in the room, generally the men in the middle of the table are your two most your most powerful guys, and he's sitting right next to the guy whose name I cannot remember for the life of me, other than he was Nick Nick's employment guy. Um, oh, right, I forgot at the about table. That. So obviously Fred is pretty high up, and we assumed that, but we never were never really able to confirm that beyond our. Yeah, just I wish they had like
3: real titles that weren't just all commanders, <laughs>
2: commander. so that I would have some and, idea yeah. of like who does what. She's probably she's also she's probably right, right? Because we've heard now from multiple kind of sides oh, that yeah. the commander, but she doesn't have proof in that moment no, either. I so feel like everybody could
0: be pretty sure it's not him. Well, we can
2: well, that he do, can't. I mean, We
0: got the doctor who said it. When but don't you think that he
3: realizes that probably it's this is a second handmaid, even with extracurriculars, and he's not not made a baby yet don't you think he is probably I think he's figured got it out some
2: room in that arena to be like it could be mine i want a dna test or i don't know something <laughs> I'm, which i'm totally sure that's outside been the world of whatever
0: Going to uh,
2: but you know how it is like well fred you are not the father.
1: <laughs> uh, back up sarah sometimes if you want a baby and it doesn't happen right away you're like oh my god it's me i can't have a baby i don't know what i'm gonna do like you you know you, you try for like one month and it doesn't happen. And you're like, Egh! but maybe that's a woman thing. Like maybe men don't think those things. Like when men are trying to have babies, they're just like, huh, like maybe I'll try next time. Like, I don't know how guys in her mylogs are about that, but women definitely are some women. Well,
2: what was I just reading about? It might've been that race piece actually about fertility and about throughout history that it wasn't known until I don't know whatever X year that I yeah. can't remember right now. That but it was they always just to assumed that the baby
3: was fully formed yes. in, in the men's sperm, and it was just implanted in the woman like
2: you plant seeds in a field.
3: Yes, ah. that was the exact And analogy. so, like if something went wrong, it must
2: have been the woman, which is why King Henry the Eighth could just go through wives, right? Yeah. Because clearly it's not him. Yep. Clearly it's the woman. Kill her off. Go to the next one. Well, maybe
1: Fred is, would never believe that he couldn't father a child. I don't know. But either way, Serena Again, said the it. Department. Serena said it. So even if it's not true, whether or not it's true, true. she Good said point. it to his face, and that's that kind was of all amazing. She got. Yeah, at yeah. this point, that's
3: what mm. she can say.
0: Yeah, that I will would hurt. S- I guess I would say just if we're going to generalize the male brain and you know overall, that outwardly expressing that is probably not something that guys will do until farther down the line probably after a few years many times of probably making it seem like your fault not intentionally <laughs> but just not wanting to feel like they're the ones that you know are to blame I, I have no personal frame of reference for it because like i didn't get to try for a month we tried like once and it was like bam i was like oh really <laughs> <laughs> it was i thought we were gonna to everything my more. health teacher said was it true was, like, oh, 24 is great damn. all right so after her, she has insulted Fred, his manliness, his, his seed, and his uh, lack of strength, we'll say. Um, his fortitude. She, she walked across the room, and just for good measure, tosses Scrabble across the room. <laughs> Fuck this was, game, too. Fuck Scrabble. I was like... That was hilarious. That was, that was awesome. so amazing. It was like, very
3: childish, but it was amazing. <laughs> it was totally, like, it it was was totally awesome. something.
0: It was totally something I would because do. everybody
2: oh. would do that. Yes. It would feel awesome. Did you it know she awesome. just
0: turns around she's walking across and she sees the scramble board and she's like, "Scramble!" Alright, so we got to offer it in the kitchen, I believe, is where we go next. <laughs> offer it in the kitchen. Uh, and oh, Rita yeah. is pumped. Now, I need to talk to somebody about Rita because I don't understand this character. So, she really excited, like she's bought into she really... the whole thing. No, no, I don't think she's
3: excited because she's bought in. I think she's excited because she just wants there to be a baby, for there to be okay. something happy.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, and she doesn't
2: just... want June to kill herself. All yeah, right.
0: and that's fine. But uh,
3: <laughs> no, I, I
2: don't think she's bought fine. in at okay. all. I think she's because... just trying
3: to get along. And once a little joy in our life, and who doesn't love a baby?
1: Because this it, is true. I mean, obviously, obviously Serena's friend doesn't like babies, but other than that, Man, mean lady, doesn't who like doesn't love a baby? This is one nor two-handed like husbands. Them. But
3: yeah,
2: she is terrible. <laughs> cool.
1: I love that little part about Mrs. Putnam. Who
2: does love a two-handed husband? <laughs> Make them all one-handed. I think
1: I think most women
3: a <laughs> two-handed <your>
2: husband. <laughs> you don't need them.
0: You don't need two handed Yeah, you do. Oh. So, okay, oh no, the, the Rita thing really did bother me, because I didn't read into the, oh, my God, let's just have a baby so I can quit having all these terrible things happen in my house. Because, the you know, her and Serena having scotch last week, talking about yeah. her son dying in the war, which I meant to talk about this. But you assumed that she was on the other side fighting against Serena's side. We talked
3: about that a little bit uh, while you were out. Yeah, I mean, we were speculating, like, maybe he was fighting against, or maybe he was just, like, an innocent bystander. I mean, lots and lots of people must have died.
0: Yeah. But did she say fighting in the war or fighting? She or just in said the war. he died. He died, he died in the war, uh,
3: is what uh, she said. So it's so very ambiguous. Actually, yeah, it like but you saw our, like Serena Joy take the take the left turn and just like totally avoid that. Oh, and that was the
0: thing that made me think of the people that throw Bible verses out at you to make you feel better about mm-hmm. life. Yeah. That was the part that drove me. I don't think they
3: do it to make you feel better
0: about no, life. I think they do it to they shut they you up. Themselves well, and to
1: detach from a very human moment. What.
3: I'm sure some people throw Bible verses out at other people in a genuine trying to be kind and helpful way, but I Intent don't think that back, is anybody in this show. Oh, I
0: feel like they're all followed by like "bless your heart," which is like the you know southern insult of the universe. Yeah. Man. Right. Yeah. All right, so Nick's down there, of course, because he's does everywhere. he work
2: anymore? He used to polish the car a lot. Now he just like sits and broods. No,
0: to be fair, the book the polishing was in the book. In this, he it was the only thing I've seen him do is rock. In the first episode, he's, a, no, he's you shoveling up. No, you see him polishing Does the car polish with the his car?
3: hat askew a couple of times because they established that that is how she knows that she is supposed to go see the commander yes. that night in the uh, beginning of their okay. meetings. So he right, just sits well.
2: with this... It, okay, another great classic TV reference. I don't know who watched The O.C., but oh, Ryan yeah. Atwood from The O.C. Wait, wait, always. Wait, wait, when did
3: The O.C. get to be classic TV? I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: back up. Well, you know, I guess. In the, I call bullshit. It just had its 10-year anniversary or yeah. something, and uh, so no. that freaked me out. It's, no. It did. You um, cannot call it classic television. Well, cla- I mean classic in things that I think are gems that other people mock me for watching, right, there if you we go. can go there. I will
3: join that club. Um,
2: so Ryan Atwood used to just like sit and brood all the time. right? He'd be in his in his tank top, and he'd be brooding, looking out at the ocean, or brooding at the kitchen table. And that's what I feel like Nick has become. He just sits and broods in different locations around He's the house. He's basically
3: a teenage boy.
2: He, um,
0: are you saying that he may or may not have one or two facial expressions? He
2: has Ryan Atwood <laughs> disorder.
0: All right, so uh, Nick's there for probably no other reason than to be there um, and figure out that Offred is pregnant, to which she's like, it's terrible. And he's like, no, babe, it's not terrible. Oh, I wanted to punch him. Oh, man. He did have a little Keanu Reeves moment there.
2: I'm just just going to make this um, all about me again.
0: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) worthless Nick. I didn't even think about that, but that's totally true. It's like, oh, I know this sucks for you. (laughs) Because am so didn't really happy. want to be pregnant. But, oh. I'm so
3: happy. I got it proves my... that I,
2: I can have kids, which comes yeah. back to our earlier discussion. I am virile, and that is what matters in this entire universe. Yeah, I, so. I, I could have done without
3: that scene entirely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Although yeah, very
3: interesting, and Serena risky. Joy walks in on them and then does not comment on that situation, which yeah. I
2: also like. Don't buy. I don't buy it either. But
3: I thought it was super inter- it was super interesting play on the part of the writers mm-hmm. to like what? have her just be like, "Okay, I'm going to accept this as a thing because I started it." I guess. Yeah. I was just going to say she I kind of had a hand situation. in it. So,
1: and she knows that's what she- still
3: is going like really far. Like they are physically touching and having a moment, even though Alfred is like not really wanting to have that moment. In the kitchen in the house where anybody
1: could just walk in, everybody will know what's going on clearly. Which looks like Little Shop of Horrors in case anybody didn't look around. Totally
2: does. <laughs> it does. You're it right. looks like
1: the plants are going to start eating them <laughs> yes. soon. Like it's out of hand. But anyway. That's awesome. Not. A no, I just comment. mixing these two.
0: They hold on. I'm mixing Seymour. these two things in my head and it's glorious. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> Uh, so uh, maybe it's just because Serena knows she's about to do one of the most horrible things that anyone has done. I was ever just going to say, she's just like, I'm
3: going to let this, this one thing. go because I'm
2: going to torture you like the you've never been tortured The torture porn continues before. in the next scene.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, I
3: think she thinks she's doing a bit of a kindness Honestly, I think she the threat is what she sees as the terrible part, but I think that she thinks oh, no. that showing her that her daughter is alive and quote and unquote. Also call well. against
2: on the threat. Like I don't think in a child hungry society that she would have any way to like uh, yeah, I don't endanger think I, a child. I, I just don't buy it. Like how would that happen? Who
3: is gonna right. who is she gonna get to do
2: that?
0: Yeah. But Alfred doesn't know whether she does or not.
2: I I think uh, Offred I don't is don't not that dumb. That. I well why do you think that Like, would it's be- not pleasant, right? I also, guess it is, but I don't think... I think that showing her and then taking her away is the part that is painful. Oh, I don't yeah. think that, like, thinking that she's going to hurt your daughter because I just don't... Like, any logic tells you that's not going to happen. Also,
3: I don't... I don't think Serena, the character, is... St- Stupid enough to do something like that to Offred and not expect that the next time Offred catches her alone in a hallway that she's gonna murder That's her. Crazy. Because I would. I point. would tear her to fucking pieces.
0: Uh, so, the Serena sees them and she's like, uh, get your coat. She hadn't even eaten breakfast yet. I, yeah, like, was, pregnant, we went, like, I was like man I'm so happy you're pregnant you. you don't need she's to eat she's pregnant either. how about we give her a little breakfast before the car last here. time
3: she got good food you clearly worked hard on that breakfast <laughs> no, like, probably like the best again? of the best
0: <laughs> seriously uh, so and Nick's like hey need a car and uh, Serena's like no I don't need a car I've made other arrangements Not your car. that is a bad sign <laughs> that's a bad sign just in case you you know if you have one job and you're the only one in the house that does that job and someone else says nope got this and you're like oh oh
3: Okay. Yeah. Do, do you think she can get rid of Nick? Because he's an eye and she doesn't know that. Like, can he oh, just, like... Oh, she can get rid of Nick. But do you think it would work? Would I they think it ju- would backfire would the, whoever her. was in charge of the eyes just be like, nope, I don't trust you. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Because I guess to assume that she doesn't know... Because the, the guy Nick's that placed him there is right?
3: Fred's boss, right? Right. I yes. mean, that's what's implied by, like, the seating
0: arrangements that right. we see. Yes. <laughs> like, As he is the other, uh, either one or one A...
3: Yeah. With Fred. So. so, I mean, I kind of feel like Nick can just do whatever the hell he wants because.
0: Nick's like the untouchable eye. Yeah. But nobody knows it. Except I for mean, Nick.
3: you know, but he's Keanu Reeves, so.
0: <laughs> I would not put him in Keanu Reeves. There's a Reeves bomb territory. on the bus. I am an FBI <laughs> agent. He's not that bad. And I also don't think that Max, whatever his name is, is. A bad actor at all. No, I think, I think this not is given a t- not given enough. I think I just no, don't know like, if
3: he's a good actor because this is the only thing I've seen him in and, and I just in, can't what, tell what's going on. He's in
0: uh, the Facebook movie. The, oh, that's right. right. And he's good in that. That's, that's the right. only thing I've seen him in.
1: He is good in that. I, I just don't think the material that.
0: that he's given to work with, as is sometimes the case with actors, is very. What yeah, do It's not in depth enough? Like, even when they go into his backstory where you finally figure out that, okay, Nick's a little gun shy on most things yeah, because I mean, this of his is brother something that could be actor, the direction though. that he's given yes.
3: but it still just makes the character super flat and boring oh I agree And irritating.
0: no disagreeing there uh, so we get a long drive and don't touch the curtains did anybody else not understand the don't touch the curtains things other I, than didn't, to just,
3: I didn't understand that was she supposed I to not be looking at how they were getting there that's was my assumption
0: but she oh, can see like out the fucking windshield okay, right. there are
3: no curtains over the windshield yeah. she can see where they're going
0: that's true.
2: Why like, does like, it matter? I guess like they have the, the, the divider, divider up,
0: maybe. But it's that, clear. Well, when they're doing that part, I know, like in some limousines, there is a clear slash solid option. Um, so we get to the building, and she's like, Alfred, you, chill out here. I'm gonna go up here." And Alfred is constantly trying to figure out where they're going, and she's like putting on the little kid voice like where are we going Mrs. Waterford where are we going and it's that's like that to me is like the most uh, roll their eyes look at that, that I'm no, but,
3: but I gotta say I do that in real life when I'm freaked out or when I'm like scared of something my voice gets very small and I start talking like this and this is something that my husband tells me all the time like when I'm really upset or like really feeling my feelings and I'm not angry my voice gets very little and like I feel like that's what she was doing and that's a real thing like I see other people do this only
2: the only counter is that I don't think she, like, does she think if she, that that she's going to be told? Like, they don't have a relationship. It's yeah. not like she's like, I'm being really vulnerable with Did you. you have now, a relationship? Right? It's just yeah. a super
3: fucked up one. <laughs> she's not
0: uh, going to tell her. So she yeah. walks up, and that's when she brings out Hannah, at which point you're like, oh, this is so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like, the most wrong thing. In a show that has done a lot of wrong things, yeah. um, much more gratuitous, much more physical, but this is like... The bar. This I is think.
3: yeah. This is probably the most uh, psychological torture that we've seen so far.
0: Easily, I think it was just heartbreaking. Like just watching that because you, you know you put yourself in your shoes that their true shoes as a parent, and you know the one thing she's been trying to do and the one thing she's been holding on to is where is Hannah and I got to find Hannah and there she is like thirty yeah, yards away from her so and she close. can't get out. How does the Hannah
3: car. not hear her screaming from inside the car? Like it's not soundproof.
0: I, you know, I don't know. I did think about that while they were doing that, as far as logistics are concerned. But. I
1: don't know. It seemed far enough away. Yeah. And you don't, you're not looking for it. Like, there are certain things that, That's like... true. Hannah wouldn't you be looking for her to, mother to
3: be in a car. <laughs> That's right. True.
1: Like, she wouldn't be like, is that my mother screaming in a car? I, you know, like, I think, yeah. If she, if she knew that there was someone close to her, like, if somebody had hinted to her, maybe she could have seen it. But I think if she just thinks she's visiting with a blonde lady... Yeah. Today, outside of the school or the house or whatever, um, then she wouldn't be thinking about it. What do you think Serena said to her? I was thinking about that. Um, I mean, how old is Hannah again? Eight. It's supposed yeah, to be like eight or so, seven eight, or eight. Ten-ish range,
3: I, think. I think she was supposed to be like five when she took her away, right? I don't yeah, remember. something
1: like that. So, like seven, or three years. I have no idea. Seven. Just. Anything. It seemed like a pleasant, light little visit. Like, look at the trees or how school or something. Well, I
0: mean, yeah. Hannah doesn't know she's the most evil woman on the planet.
1: Right. Yeah, we know she can fake it.
0: As far as we know. Oh, I yeah.
3: Also, I don't think she's being educated. So, probably not house school. Oh. <laughs> That's for the boys. That makes me sad. Yeah. I forgot about school. that. Yeah. I was balancing about... a
1: book on your head. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Whatever. That was my other thing, was like, what are the girls'. <clears throat> I feel like they
3: just get indoctrinated, and that's it. They just like get lessons and Bible studies,
1: and I imagined it was like finishing school or something like that, where like you walk with your hands down and you cross your legs and put your hands. How much of that of that could there be? Like you just like teach them to be docile
3: and true. That's it. Well, I I imagine. I think they probably do, though. Don't they in the book marry them off really young, at like twelve? I'm sure. Yeah. So like that's not very much schooling.
0: Learning about yeah. their biological fertility. destiny.
2: fertility, yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, and then um, that's the point where Offred is completely losing it in the car, and like you would. Yeah, as, and, and, and that it was, was an very well done.
3: Yeah, the whole range of, like, thinking that maybe she will hear you, thinking that maybe you can get out, thinking that, oh, my God, somebody has to notice I'm over here, to going crazy. When you realize that you are not going to be allowed to have contact with her, and she doesn't know you're there, and this might be the only time you see her, and you see her get like feral as any mother would in that actual situation, and it's so well done. Uh, I feel then, like I feel like any actual parent wouldn't have to dig real deep for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, for a
0: non-parent, great job. Uh, Serena Joy gets in the front seat. Yeah, <laughs> <But you're laughs> like oh god, and then she's like cracks. The t- the divider just enough to like talk to her and let her scream at her but you know she can't do anything about it oh my god it's so brutal and what does she say calm down it's not good for the baby yeah, yeah. right uh, I'm like don't get
2: upset it's
0: not and Offred is just screaming every like insult possible that you can think of which oh i don't know that whole scene was just brutal to me
3: yeah i think that's about when i would put my fist through some glass
0: uh, but maybe they maybe it's reinforced or, mm. i don't know That was the other thing. It's like, why don't you kick out the window of the limo? Was Mm -hmm. the only other thing I was thinking. She was
2: pounding at it, wasn't she? Yeah, it
0: wasn't. You know, it didn't seem like it was the type of thing that would give very easily.
2: But I mean, think about like cop cars, right? They put put you in the back seat, and it's they have the special locks so you can't get out. But this is not a cop car. But I I was in in this society. I don't put anything past them of like making the cars armored, you know, because they're also they're they're guys with guns on those. Maybe that's why she
3: called for a special car. Mm. Ah. That's good. That right. yeah. And the
0: commanders are under threat extra all the time. Right. So. Yeah, it's not. I mean, they keep talking about all the people that keep trying to rebel against them, and why can't they? Just, <laughs> yeah. Because <like, laughs> they just give up. Uh, so during that tests. whole thing, or after it, we get a Moira flashback. Uh, actually, the I think the Moira flashback takes place during the drive. There's to a Hannah. few, yeah. Because yeah. you
1: see, like the frozen tundra thing, and you think that's where Serena Joy is taking. Right. And, off it, and you're like, what? Is what has is happened happen now? And then it's.
0: Yeah. it's her you get moira and moira's running across the field she makes it to the house and nobody really knows what yeah. the hell is going on she even... looks
3: like frozen solid
0: yeah she's and been out a long time. she sneaks around and finally gets into the garage and dusts off the license plate of the car and we are in canada that's pretty smart that was i don't think
3: i would have thought to do that but that was a really good way to like find out where you are without risking talking to another human
0: well you gotta wonder she's but then I would be like hole.
3: scared. Like, what if that car is not? it's just from yeah, Ontario? I that too. Yeah. <laughs> I totally like, what if you're I was still like, in? What if you're still in Maine? Like, we play uh, the license
2: plate game here. Yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> oh no, there. he's just a visitor from uh, Canada. Yeah. You know, Here's the, where no. I
2: felt like there were also parallels to to some panic, perhaps after our election season. People start dreaming of going to Canada and what it'll be like there, and everyone will just give you unlimited mac and cheese and <laughs> healthcare and <laughs> <Made> paid <laughs> up
1: phone. You get a
2: care card immediately. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'll be great when we go to Canada.
0: Yeah, You're a so... your welcome
3: person who is clearly overworked to your caseworker. is still super he nice. He's so nice.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> he's like your new best
3: buddy. Like you think
0: every Canadian is going to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: when he says that he's happy to see her, he sounds like genuinely yeah. really happy to he's see like, her. He's like, I guess I'm your
3: new best friend. Like a
1: long-lost friend. Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe I'm running into you right now. How are you? Like, he he's
3: already so better genuine. than every American.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think Margaret Atwood was like, Look, we gotta bring extra good to the Canadians. These are my people. We gotta make them look extra good. Um, So next we get Mr. Putnam on trial, Ah. and he's basically we open up with him confessing to you know uh, sleeping with Janine on the side and telling her all these things and making her do all these things. Did you
3: notice that though, like while he's going through this, like he apologizes to a lot uh-huh. of entities and people, and not one of them is his wife or Janine or no. his family at all? He apologizes to like the state and the church and this group of men in front of him, and he let down his country, and that, oh. that's it. Yeah, I, I was like well, waiting, like, okay, you know, you're well, going to say your family, right? Like, that's, no, the, that's what you say in these situations. I've seen members of Congress do it many times. I guess because they're on TV,
2: though, and, and he was just in this room with these dudes, so why yeah. would he, you know, put that's on a really platitude? Of of well, no being wonder. For the women.
1: No wonder she asked for him to get the harshest possible oh, punishment yeah. when they said that. I was like woo! She doesn't just hate <laughs> babies.
0: <laughs> she hates him, too. Yeah, she just seems generally displeased with most things. Yeah, she's... Gilead aside from I believe, was she the one? Human. No, because she, she was the one going through the fake
2: yeah, labor, she the so fake she was labor. not
0: the cookie one. I was thinking, wondering if she was the cookie one and she just enjoys, like, giving the handmaid shit continuously, but obviously that wasn't her.
2: I forgot about the cookies.
0: Uh, so, yeah, and then, so Putnam leaves after he says, you know, I'm sorry and stuff. Should have done that. Bad things and stuff. Thank you. Sorry. And uh, But Fred Fred is not taking this very seriously at all. Fred's like over there sipping his drink like, eh, whatever. It happens.
1: And everyone's like, yeah, Fred.
0: Yeah, Fred. No, everyone's like, yeah, Fred says it's cool. It's cool. You would say and then that, again, Fred. again, Commander, who I don't remember his name, Nick's employment guy, uh, is telling him that he's not taking it seriously enough and that Putnam's wife came to him and... Fred makes some comment. I don't remember what it was. He's but like, he's "Don't like, we
3: have a lot yeah. of work to do?" He says, "Like, don't we all make mistakes or <laughs> something like that?" <laughs> I was like, at "Oh this point, well." I think
0: Fred, the cat is out of the bag on Fred, and everybody's
3: everybody. Know, knows. How much do you think that they all assume about his current handmaid though? Like, they all know what? about the, the he first brought
1: handmaid. her to.
0: Yeah. Oh Jezebel. that's true.
3: Yeah, some of them must have seen that. But did you they know that that's his handwriting? though? I mean, uh, I feel I would, like they don't ever I mean, see they know it's not well. I think it's an open secret. They don't I think ever everyone see knows. Spaces. They yeah. I thought that they everybody at Jezebels would just assume that she was one of the Jezebels.
2: My assumption is they all know, but until someone brings a charge, they're all like, yeah, just keep it to yourself. But because the, yeah. the Warren thing was so in public, they oh, couldn't yeah. let that go
0: because so many people saw it. Yeah. So
3: All of those dudes with guns, all witnessed. I don't know what you call so, them. So but... Fred
0: thinks that when, they, when he talks about the wife coming to him that she was going to ask for leniency. Nay, I not know. in Uliad, they say. <laughs>
2: His face is amazing. His face is like, oh, this is fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, Fred. Have you, have you met your wife, I Fred? got a wife
0: like that. Or, I mean, have you yeah. met
3: your
1: wife, Warren? Like, you you thought she was going to be kind in
3: this situation? I, I think, think Fred could. was having all those thoughts, too. He was like, oh,
0: shit. <laughs> Serena better skewer skew me. Rabble is not worth it. Um, so she's like, no, yes." she asked for the harshest penalty possible. And at that point, you're thinking, okay, in the terrible, terrible land of Gilead, what is the <laughs> p- harshest possible punishment?
3: And this is the worst they do to men, apparently. I guess so. I was surprised I mean, That was awfully light. That was that disappointing, disappointing. to me. Awfully light.
0: Yeah, as gross as it was, which I know Maria did not enjoy this part of the show. Did
3: you? Did you watch it anyway? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so the I guess the harshest. I did, now we don't know how many limbs he loses. We're only we know we know he lost one. I feel arm like
3: that's got to be the only thing below that the
0: wrist. To him. I guess, and that's kind of a letdown. Yeah. you know, Because yeah.
2: Like that's what happens to women who read, right? Yeah. So same penalty, women reading, you lose a
3: finger the first fence and a hand the second. Yeah, is that right?
2: Or reading or writing or something.
3: Well, you knew it.
1: You knew it would be totally unequal. Like well, the yeah, but the still, I women. even
3: thought, I still I still think I was shocked at the. Lightness of the worst punishment possible,
2: especially for a male. because I, I'm for men, they just seem more expendable, right? So, you, you can't lose the handmaid because you need her. I can Find another commander, you know, like hang him or whatever they do to participate him. Yeah. Why, why is he such a special guy?
3: Well, he was clearly a really important person, remember? Because they all commented on that when they went to the house for the birth. It is a joke. They talked, they talked yeah. about that. Like, he is a really important person. I was picturing Janine more of, like, a ceremonial really disrobing lucky. where they,
2: like, take off his badges and throw them on the ground, and then, you <laughs> know, like, like you're no longer a commander, but now he's just yeah, a one-armed I kind, commander. <laughs> I, kind
3: of, I kind of was expecting some sort of, like, formal title stripping like that, but also some horrible punishment, because they seem to excel at horrible punishments I there. Do. Like, that's the thing they're good that at. That
1: was not creative at all. You're no. right. Like, I was expecting something really creative and twisted, yeah. and it was like, oh. Is a hand.
3: <laughs> yeah I mean clearly they're not gonna do anything that might you know cause him to not have children even though he probably is not great at that to begin with.
0: All right so uh, you get offered going to Nick's room like trying to find him and then he's not there and then she decides okay maybe I'll try Fred. So she goes to the goes to the study. <laughs> At this point, you know, we're just walking around freely like we do. And no one's concerned about anything.
1: I know. All the
2: rules have gone up. All the, the
0: rules yeah. have gone that up. That only
1: seemed way, way
3: not possible. She sleeps in the bathroom with all the letters in the package. Uh, we'll she walks get to that. Let's just skip
0: right to that. Let's skip to that. So offer it in the package. So Fred's not going to help her out because Fred's worthless.
1: Well, but I do want to mention one thing about that yes. scene. when She was like, will you please protect Hannah? And he was like, oh, she would never hurt a child. And he's she's like, you don't know her. And it's like. So you, you thought Fred was going to stand up for Hannah, <laughs> wow. did you? That was your strategy too. to protect Hannah? Asking Fred? Well, like, I
0: mean, I guess Nick was the first Nick option. Nick a way
1: better bet. Like, but Nick wasn't home. Nick
0: to come back. <sighs> Nick wasn't home, so she had to go talk I'd to Fred. I'd have skipped
1: Fred. i have been like, eh, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. It's all bad. <laughs> it's never happened. it's
2: to count on Fred. You're really. Yeah, you are totally hurt He was sure. like, oh, hey. <laughs>
0: Shut all right up, so let's get to the packages in the bathroom so she pulls the, the package out and like i felt like i, I was kind of let down by the package because i was like oh cool we're gonna get a bomb we're gonna blow up the house it's gonna be like Django unchained at the end where the whole thing just explodes it's gonna be amazing wow which i knew wasn't gonna leave. be the case okay. but i was kind of hopeful um what
3: nothing that's i'm i that's was what interested at the end d- of Django. i i remember yeah? i was just surprised to hear that's what you were hoping it was gonna be oh yeah let's okay. blow this whole thing up you all heard right. my
0: thoughts on game of thrones One end one end. Let's meet in the middle and kill everybody. Um, So she's reading them, and they're all from various women who are handmaids who are giving their tales of all the terrible things that have happened to them in Gilead. And then she's reading them, and then she falls asleep. So... I guess we're too soon that they're trying to deliver these messages outside of the country. And yeah. my
2: first thought is, yeah, you delivered one to Mexico and see how that one turned out, right? <laughs> like, I would I would hope that something would happen, but I'm not sure, especially when the Canadian guy knows, he, he knows what's going on and he receives yeah. Moira and all that, like... It it was a letdown because it felt like well yes I hope that they're doing that but I was I was hoping for more of a bombshell like yeah, I, she's I, got a hand in the revolution rather than like yeah. a, just another kind yeah,
3: of... yeah I was trying to come up with like reasons that that would be a good thing for everybody to be risking their life for and really all I could come up with was convincing people that this is really happening because people in the outside world are constantly being given misinformation disinformation by the regime but also. I think the thing that makes it worth delivering is it lets their loved ones on the outside know that those women are alive. True. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: a good point. And
3: that's the, what uh, I, that's I had good. to, like, I guess, decide on as the best reason I, I like, could come up with. may be
2: crazy dangerous. Maybe ask her if she wanted to write one. I don't know. <laughs> like, add to the bundle. Well,
3: maybe th- maybe this is what they start doing before they get to what is the, you know, How the book ends, where this is all All recorded history. It's tapes. It's audio tapes of her telling her story. Like, maybe the letters are what they were doing before that. I don't know.
0: All right. So she falls asleep, which I think is like the biggest, like. What? Yeah. The biggest thing in this. With the letters uh, everywhere? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Just dumb. Just dumb. Right? Like, if there's anywhere I'm not falling asleep, it's pretty much anywhere in this entire society. I don't. (laughs) You're not safe anywhere. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Like, I guess you're safe in your bed. Maybe. There's no good place to fall asleep. You're not safe yeah, in Serena's bed. We, we can assume. Uh, so we get another Moira scene, which is what you guys were discussing before, which is her getting her nice Canadian care package, meeting her nice Canadian people in the nice Canadian offices of the refugee center.
3: Surprisingly clean refugee center, too. <laughs> very clean. <laughs> Everything very is, clean is very clean and clean, organized. Very nice and,
0: and very lovely. Like Running like would, smoothly. Like everyone hopes Canada is if we ever have to go there soon. Um so next scene is June waking up to, or offered waking up to, the sound of three bells. And she's like, oh, three bells. There's a salvaging today. Better get my letters
3: off the floor. And you're like, <laughs> she's what, like, lazily way? waking up on she's the floor. No, no.
2: She clearly was never the kid who, like, unwrapped secretly the presents under the Christmas tree and then placed the <laughs> tape precisely where it had been before. So no one knew. Were you that you kid? sound like
3: you're speaking from experience. Maybe. maybe I think you must have been. I was <laughs> Admit a it.
0: I was afraid of my mouth. Uh, so then we're I guess we're trying to figure out who are they salvaging (laughs) because my first thought when they're on their way I was like oh is it gonna be Nick because you know oh because he was gone because he didn't need to be driven he didn't need him to drive him anywhere Mm -hmm. so I was like uh oh and she's like doesn't need Nick anymore because Nick's you know done the deed I was really
3: hoping it was gonna be Warren like, maybe there was more.
1: <laughs> no, I knew it wasn't Warren, but I thought it was Nick, too. And oh, then really? the second she says, endanger a child, I was like, oh, yeah. no. No, yeah.
2: As soon as Janine.
1: She, they showed her looking really sad, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah.
3: yeah. And here's
2: also where it starts to go awry. So, no, so in quite. the book, and this, this isn't just like a nitpicking, you know, everything should be like the book issue. But in the book, purposely, I think, the salvagings or the persecution they use the word kind of interchangeably. Mm. The men are are the, the tear you apart, stone you, whatever. But they hang the women. And I think when I saw this, it just made me think because it's much harder to convince the women to participate in killing the other women. Yes. And so oh, right yeah, from where it started, I was like, no, Mm-mm. no, they're not going to buy this. And then they didn't buy it. And right. it just felt like though there was a reason yeah. why Atwood wrote it that way. Because there's, you know, there's going to be a limit to the kind of coercion that they can do. Is that in the book? I didn't
3: think that much about not it. Not Janine
2: specifically, right. but they have a, a, a death scene where they, like, they tear apart the guy and they hang the women. Yeah,
3: like the, like the one that happened early on in the season.
0: Uh, yeah, so <laughs> once we do figure out it's Janine, and like I didn't put any of it together. I was just kind of letting it wash over me. And then I was like, Oh no! It's Janine. Please don't kill Janine. <laughs> Janine's super my favorite. Janine is oh. Justin's room for living. I love, her. I love it.
2: And she's all,
1: hey, like
3: hey. fully in Janine. Oh, in her full-on childlike yeah. adult. <laughs> she's all janine like out.
0: I, that was the other thing. I kind of, I don't really think she's that crazy. I think that's just where she goes. I think she's drugged. Well, she could be drugged. But I, just, I don't think she's necessarily that nuts. I just think that's where she has to go in her head to kind of deal with it all. But I don't like, think yeah. she
3: does that consciously. No, maybe. I think that is totally a that's that's what's happening to her because of the situation, and that is where her mind is going as like a self protection thing. But I don't think she's doing it on purpose. I
0: also, I knew I think off that's the her mind's way of her. protecting her. So mad about the I know. I
1: still kind of want. And I know, I want, uh, and I know you guys talked
0: about this last podcast where you were talking about how did she get the baby and make it to yeah, the house. I
1: really wanted to if if that if they were going to make that plausible, I really wanted to see that part, which makes you think. Just how effective are these cattle prod ear tag things? Or not <laughs> cattle prod, but they're for? They're for they're the ear tags. Them. Like, if I we can't just identifying, nutty them. Janine leaving of Daniel's <laughs> house, going to a Warren's house, taking a newborn baby, or like a six-month-old baby, and going to a bridge, is like, why do you even have the tags? Like, they well, don't yeah. even do anything.
3: And I they, don't think the tags do anything, because they're all about not using technology for anything except government. Yeah, that's right. It did
0: establish right. the fact that of Daniel's house was far away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta
3: think she was she was thinking that it was far away from the baby, right?
0: From Warren. Things is what she said that she was talking about the baby and Warren. Uh, So they gather them around, and everybody's like, "Oh, we got a stone, Janine." And so they tell them to start, and then nobody nobody is willing to cast the first stone,
3: as it were. And it's New Uglan that steps forward first. Oh, yes, because it it, was her as I said, this moment. is where
0: apparently the line gets drawn for her,
2: which I found to <laughs> be kind of curious. Stoning
0: another handmaid is. is I guess I, when I thought I mean, about there's it, got to be a line me, somewhere for her.
2: I guess when it got down to it, the reason that she likes the society that she's is because she's safe and taken care of, and so if she sees that that's now a possibility, yeah. that that's not the case, that okay, that she would. But I'm still... It's a big leap from just two seconds earlier when she was Being playing like, the no-you-shut-up game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Having, like, the most juvenile fight
2: ever <laughs> to oh, know, like, the person who's like... I don't know.
0: Well, and you... Well. I didn't buy it.
2: And then she gets wonked in the head... By the mean guy. Yeah, with she the gets gun. pistol whipped for her efforts.
0: Oh, and then when yeah. June pulls
2: up, they're like, "Oh no, though that's mine to Aunt Lydia's, That's mine well, to deal with." But
0: my only thinking there was that Aunt Lydia maybe knows that she's pregnant. I, I feel also like she would have kind of
2: said that. that
0: yeah, but who? Why, who would she say that to? The the, the, audience the guy? I guess yeah, so. everyone. Like she's pregnant, you can't know.
2: touch her. You you do whatever you want with those other ones. But yeah, I did kind of think that was a little shenanigans. I don't
3: know. I kind of wrote it off as like Aunt Lydia was like shocked by what happened to fake fake of one and oh and then wants to and then was like whoa 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 if that's what's gonna happen we need to put a stop to this because these are my adopted twisted babies so
0: everybody tell me how they felt about the big moment which was dropping the rock (laughs) and saying (laughs) sorry aunt lydia dropping the the rock instead of the rock instead of the mic yeah saying sorry aunt lydia and collectively you know peace i think it could have
2: been more powerful just to have them stand there like not say anything, not doing any big symbolic, just like, no, we're just gonna wait you out and see what happens. Uh, I do think it, it like swells the emotion or whatever mm-hmm. to have it be more active than that.
3: I think it was I think I liked that it made all of them make a decision, whereas mm-hmm. standing there is just yeah. you know making a decision by not the making a decision, decision it's yeah. making a passive decision, and this is that they had to do something and say something, and I think that that was more symbolic of each of them buying into the like this is too far, this is not okay. We're not going to stand for this.
0: Now, was right after that. Is that where that's the they didn't want us to be an army? They shouldn't have given us uniforms. She
2: says that no. At the
3: that beginning. was way earlier. Oh, way earlier. Yeah. I totally could. Remember that was where early in the episode, and I okay. thought it was a weird reference early in the episode, but All then right. it made sense at the end. And
0: so in this, we get our. I don't know. It feels like probably our third walking down the street confidently scene. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Which I think is playing. Is your
3: it hand always a the same
0: street? I th- what is it always the same street? I know because this one was down the hill. music. This one was downhill, so this is, like, the big street. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. where all you the handmaids live, apparently. Maybe it's only by street, because those were the handmaids that all left were the ones on the same street, because they all split off into their that own house. So there was only, like, 20 Yeah, of that them.
3: was a little weird. It was very synchronized. I women. guess it's, like, Millionaire's <laughs> Row, and
0: they just all yeah, happen to live in the same. Very much so. And so uh, let's have the heated debate on whether the song was a good choice or not. Sarah I didn't says like that it. Nina Simone but would you have good. liked that
3: scene with a different song, or would you? Is there I no song that would make you happy with that scene?
1: I would have liked something a little less derivative, or maybe a remix. Like, do you, if you'll remember the scene where they're shooting up the coffee shop, and uh, oh, yeah. Alfred and Moira take cover, or June and Moira take cover, and they do that cool like. A remake Blondie. mix of mm-hmm. Heart of Glass mm-hmm. by Blondie And you're like Oh and I've heard Heart of Glass a million times But it was different in that way And you're like cool and they slowed it down So like I don't think it was that I didn't like Feeling Good by Nina Simone or whatever you know. It was like they could have kind of mixed it up And done something a little different I mean they may as well have done like These boots are made for a Like uh-huh. you know like something yeah. super yeah. cliche And you'd have yeah. been like bah. So I didn't, did not love the song choice here Or at the end But we'll get to
3: that when we get to that I think maybe I was so I did enjoy that, and I have I really, really deeply love Nina Simone singing that song. So that probably had something to do with it. That is, that's a beautiful song. Is awesome.
1: It's a beautiful song. That is such a good
3: song. It is.
0: After all, after we've had our handmaid's tale, confident walk peeled off from the uh, street, and everybody's feeling good about themselves, so the song goes. uh, We get Moira. And yeah, this was—I lost it on this scene. This, oh, this was all yeah. the feels, all the feels. Rhea, <laughs> smirking, love it. Stone cold so sober. Moira what? is walking out of the building, what? right? I guess oh walking my God. out of the walking out of the friendly Canadian refugee shelter, and or at least center. And Luke shows up at the end of the hallway, and we didn't mention earlier that they were talking about the list. Instead, yeah. if some you can put a list of family members on, and if somebody from your list pops up, you'll be notified via cell phone, which they also gave her, right? A mm-hmm. cell phone. Yeah, to like, get a cell phone. Months. I'm sure Canada. it gets great coverage everywhere in Canada. <laughs> and so Luke is there, and she's like sees Luke, and
3: uh, yeah, you can see like her have that moment of disbelief, like somebody I know is alive here. Right. Well, I and thought she was
0: gonna present at this moment. Well, I thought she was gonna like say he was the family, like. I don't know. I feel like if you only know one person that escaped, and she knows he escaped because Alfred told him, told her at Jezebel. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I feel like even if he's not technically your family, if you get to Canada and you've escaped, and you only know one other person, and then you in Canada him. you go, "Luke, he's my guy. That's my brother or my cousin or something. Make it up. I don't even care." Well, it just seemed weird that in,
1: in this episode altogether, she didn't say much, and she seemed it was a lot. It was wonderfully acted, of course, of by course. her. Um, it was a lot of face acting again, like we've seen, and. Um, or facting, as I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> get going. But either way, she seems so shell-shocked. Like, he's doing all these things. He's saying wonderful yeah. things. And you know that in, in anybody's mind ever, they'd be like, oh, my God. Thank you so much. This is the greatest thing that could happen. You know, she's been tortured and, like, raped and just all these things. But she she's so shocked, I think, that she made it. Because, you, know, yeah. you know, a week ago or however long it was, She was like, I'm going to come out of here feet first into a van. Like, that's what, you know, she had totally accepted her fate. And now everything has changed so drastically for her in, in so many amazing ways. And I'm sure she had a pretty arduous, like, long, awful journey to get to where she was. So the whole time, Moira was just so shocked. And then she sees Luke and you still you still get the sense that she can't believe what's happening. Like everything is working out so well for her in this like small chain of events after so many awful things that she's still just not even piecing it together. Like, this is amazing. I have a phone, mac and cheese, you know, like <laughs> all these things. So you just get the sense that she's just not even processing. So maybe like had she been there a few weeks, she'd have been like, Oh wait, I know this guy. Yeah he's married to my friend. Like but she's still just like
2: what? That's I why totally I think agree. I was hoping for, like, a celebration of her, like, badassery, right? That she she made it. She somehow beat the odds and made it out. And what, what hit me in the wrong way or, like, touched the wrong nerve with the Luke thing is that here we have the guy who, like, didn't really go along with any of the resistance stuff who was like, I'll take care of you. And Moira's like, you're full of shit. And then at the end of the day, what happens? Like, Oh yeah, he gets to be the one to comfort but he her. Her, but her. But he didn't yeah. take she, care of her. See, I she think saved you're herself. Yeah, I'm not mad at, yeah, I, oh, mad not at him. It's okay. the show like framing it as like, and now everything's great because they're reunited and he is the one who's already established but there. And I was just no. really
3: happy to see Moira see that somebody considers her family. Mm-hmm. That was the yeah. thing that was like that was really the, Yeah, I wish you had been in a way awesome that's like <laughs> celebrated. That, like her Moira, you, you even saw like in the be- in the the flashbacks to the beginning of the government going down and everything happening, her being like, like who's gonna own Moira's yeah. stuff now because she doesn't have she doesn't have family. She doesn't have a male next of kin. She doesn't have anybody to help her. And you get the impression that like she's not close with her family or whatever because she is close to her friend's family. She's close to June's family and has kind of adopted them. And I think for her to like go through everything that she's gone through this far and make the long arduous journey up to canada finally make it she survived she got there she's like overwhelmed by the kindness of the center that she winds up in for refugees in canada and then she walks out and sees probably the only person that's alive and escaped that she knows and is just kind of blown away by that and then realizes that he must he you know she finds out from him that he had put her down on his list of family to find out about if she ever made it out and that would just be the best thing
2: that ever happened to her at that point I think it would have been cool if they'd made it from like her maybe her putting him down or something that put her in the position of like having achieved this tremendous I know that
1: is why that scene was powerful because she didn't like she, I think I think all too often strong characters are always depicted as always strong. Or the people yeah. in your life who are strong are always strong. And when you finally see them break down or be vulnerable, you're kind of snapped into like a, oh yeah. You're a human too. You can't always be strong all the time. You you normally are. And in lots of situations you are. And that's what makes you you. And that's what I respect about you. But you're also a person. So I, I loved that she didn't even think to put him down as family. And he put her down as family. And that she was so like touched by that I thought that was the coolness of it because Moira is vulnerable yes she escaped yes she is strong and those are the things that really define her but like anybody she's complex she's not always strong and I liked that they showed her in that moment of like she had totally done the undoable like she escaped and that is a feat in and of itself so she can't just, like, power through the refugee center and be like, give me my mac and cheese. I know, Luke. <laughs> like, you can't be She's always so be controlled. overwhelmed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, she she summoned the strength when she needed to, and then she powered down when she had to. Like, you know, you can't be strong all the time. So I thought it was cool that she was like, Whoa. Like, you just...
0: I mean, you could tell that she was just out of that face that she puts on, the, yeah. the brave face, yeah. the... Kind of front that keeps her from being emotionally vulnerable, you could just tell that she was just spent and probably didn't even have it in her to be the way that she had been portrayed for the vast majority of the show. And so, I, I thought it was touching as well. So, three out of four, he leaves. Three. <laughs> so, back to Offred who's uh standing at the window talking about how she knows there's going to be consequences <laughs> for what they did. And everybody's like, Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hope you enjoyed your happy little confident march down the street because you're all about to lose your feet. Um and so then she sees the van pull up and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> here it comes." And so she just kind of do this little mini panic attack, but then Nick, the two redeeming things he's done in this entire show, uh shows up and what I think he whispers to her is just go with them, trust me. And I that's believe what he says to, in the book. Right?
2: Here's like the when it comes back in the to book, the
3: book, in the book he tells he tells her that it's okay. <coughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He says they're made. And so they, go with he, them. she
0: does. She turns and goes with The guys that are there who are part of the eye and as they're walking out like serena joy like pops out of nowhere from the second floor it's like where are you going we're going with my baby anything like not even acknowledging her presence and she's like screaming at them and then fred pops out like randomly from the study going hey i'm in the middle of the you know scrabble game what's going on and (laughs) (laughs) because he's probably already replaced solo scrabble so
1: it's yes. your turn. Solo screen. I win again. Go me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius.
0: <laughs> I am smart. He's got to feel, good, he's gotta feel good about himself somehow. I am number one, not one A. Uh, so they won't even tell Fred. They just tell him papers are in order. It's all cool. And then they walk her out, but not before Sarita Joy you know, confronts her and is like, what did you do? and then she gives her like this comment which she in her own head has to know is not true it's like after everything we've done for you and I'm like what? what? yeah and I'm, I'm not really sure what she meant by that
2: <laughs> I'm surprised that Serena Joy hasn't heard of the salvaging rock dropping incident at this point right because oh. my assumption is that they're they're going under the guise of like we're punishing all of these women for their non-participation oh, yeah, yeah. They, they
0: seem to not have a clue what they were even there for Sorry. Sarah breaking things you know, they don't tell either of them anything other than the papers are in order. And she walks out and gives Serena and Joy this one last glance from the bottom of the steps. Which even at that point, I'm thinking, really? I think you're pushing it yeah. just a little I bit. Let's, like, let's dial it down a notch. She she was just
3: not. about to give her the finger. And I was the whole time just like, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, just go with them. Don't well, ruin it. Exactly. And just go with them. Then you're getting out. She
0: gets into the van and then talks about how she doesn't know whether she's going to live or die. But yet she was confident enough in the fact that maybe she wasn't gonna die to give serena joy the look of death like ha ha look what i did i'm escaping maybe i don't know do you think that's what that's
3: about or maybe she was just oh. like well i don't have to do it with you anymore bitch
0: no i think that was totally uh i got one over on you which she didn't even really nick really did the legwork not that i'm calling nick the like savior of the universe but you know he hasn't the really done anything up to done. this point you know the connections he did did have have seemed to maybe we don't know worked out in her she favor. She quite
2: literally cannot save herself. No. There is no way no. in this society that she's, she's worming her way
0: out of this. And
1: what about
3: Hannah?
2: I don't know.
0: Moira
1: managed it. What
2: Moira about her could threat? do it.
1: Like, what about Hannah?
0: That's what I was thinking, too. Like... Yeah. I mean, maybe she just knows that there's nothing that she can do about it? Or maybe... I don't know.
1: Well, Serena Joy apparently can't do anything because they just hold the pregnant woman out of her house and serena joy had zero power in that situation so i don't know what she thinks she can do to hannah but
0: and so that's where it closes with uh american girl by tom petty which my my favorite game to always play is whether that's going to end up being tom petty american girl or last night by the strokes because they are they do yeah really oh yeah yeah. and so i was really hoping it was american girl because that in my head made more sense (laughs) because the lyrics for last night do not make any sense in the context of this tv show um, so yeah, American song. Girl plays, and then you get the credits, and that's it. That's all you got. What becomes of, I guess, season two is what we're going to find out. Yeah. What happens?
1: Well, they're clearly setting up lots of cool stuff for Moira, which I'm excited. So about. Yes. excited about that. Yes.
0: So excited. Well, the other thing I did think was interesting for Moira was that her vibe in the refugee place kind of gave me the vibe of someone, like if you think of like Shawshank Redemption when they get out of prison, and they can't really adjust back to regular life like she's been in this terrible situation so long that she just doesn't even know how to be in a normal situation where someone is actually doing something nice for her
1: well if you were raped several times a day for years
0: i'd be on the wall
1: that'd be oh enough God. to really knock you or your screws loose yeah i would have made that toilet shove a long
2: time ago <laughs> I'd be hanging out with the other sociology professors
0: and Jezebels. <laughs>
2: that's what, I totally thought
0: about that when they talked. That one's a sociology professor, and I was like, oh, rhea has got to love that. Gotta I'd, be, love I'd
1: be the dog lady, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> would
0: you be the one chained up with the dog?
1: They're like, she's weird. Just put her with a dog, and I'd be like, am I doing it right?
2: Train big, Sarah. You could have your arm chopped off and licked. <laughs> I mean, this is true. Shit for the oh, stars. So, yeah,
0: that's that. that's it for the season. I mean, obviously, there's a lot. Of material left for them to chew on, so there's plenty left. Do we, have a, we don't have
2: a timeline on season two, do we? No,
0: it said 2018, so that's that's so long, kind of wide open.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure, not sure. it's going to feel like forever.
0: It will feel like forever. Um, so that is, that's it for our podcast, as far as the episodes of the shows go. So join us next week as we wrap up the season. We'll talk to uh, our friend Delia Harrington. We'll talk to Krista Martin, and we'll have some people back here for the podcast to discuss what we thought of the entire season, kind of give an overall wrap-up, and uh, discuss what the future plans are for Mayday, the Handmaid's Tale podcast. So thank you for listening to Mayday, the Handmaid's Tale podcast. We'll talk to you next time.